Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Air Magique. I'm your host, Eric, and with me is my amazing co-host, Niels. Hello, everyone. Today, I'll be spilling the tea on our recent stay at Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch. Yes! Last time I was there, I was like 10 years old or something, so I'm so excited to learn what it's like staying at the resort these days. But before we get to all that, I did want to mention that in this month's Patreon-exclusive show, Niels and I will be chatting all about Crockett's Tavern at Disney's Davy Crockett Ranch. Niels is going to give us an in-depth look at the dining experience. You can get access to that along with all of our other fabulous exclusive episodes on patreon.com slash and it all starts at just two euro. So, Niels, what's something that caught your attention at Disneyland Paris these past few weeks? Well, the Disneyland Paris annual pass changes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Disneyland Paris uh, has increased the price of the annual passes again this oh. year. The increases range from 30 to 40 uh, euros, depending on the pass. With Magic Flex seeing a 40 euro price increase, it's now at 299 euros a year. While other passes have received a 30 euro price increase, with the top tier Infinity Pass now costing 470 79 euros which is still far less than what we see in the american parks but that's uh, true Paris, it's quite high yeah <laughs> at least you get a larger uh, discount 20 at the shops and the 15 at the restaurant locations although i recently learned that does not include uh, food carts <laughs> which was so disappointing no food carts <laughs> and no bars yeah, uh, usually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. other uh, ap news is that the ap privilege tickets uh, which allow annual pass holders to bring along uh, family and friends at the discounted rate remain unchanged so i think that's pretty surprising as usually they change Well, the price of the pass, but also the privilege uh, tickets. Totally. But, uh, I think the rate is really fair also. So if you go on like a weekday, it's 37 euro with Infinity Pass. Yeah. And if you go on like a weekend or a busier time of the year, it's 52 euro. So that's really quite fair. I think can't say anything. Of course, there are limitations on how many of those tickets you can yeah. buy per year. True. It's somewhere in the 20s, I believe. I'm not sure what yeah. the exact number is. but And it's more for Infinity Pass holders yes. than for Magic plus holders but, yes uh, yeah but still it's really nice extra to bring your totally. family and friends indeed yeah well in the other ap news the exclusive infinity pass viewing areas will uh, soon reopen up for uh, reservations so pass holders can uh, reserve a spot for mickey's dazzling christmas parade which Ooh. starts uh, the 13th of november when the christmas season starts that's the new parade with all those nice uh, lights so, um, so it's also worth uh, seeing that in the evening and for disney illuminations the final Fireworks uh, show uh, starting on the 21st of December. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to have those shows in the park, but uh, also to see if I can grab <laughs> a, a nice uh, spot to save a lot of time getting a nice uh, spot and uh, uh, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the reservation for such a VIP spot, then you can just go there pretty short, well, before the actual start of the parade or the fireworks show and uh, still get in so uh, it saves you a lot of time those reservations do you make them at city hall the day you're visiting or do you have to call in advance you can do them uh, online there's a annual pass uh, oh, on the website and uh, you log in right. with your pass number the date and your name and then you can make uh, reservations for uh, swimming pools so you can also visit uh, pools in other hotels than where you're staying with your annual pass that's pretty cool yeah. you can book these special well show viewings and also reserve maybe even pay for your privilege uh, tickets uh, in oh, here right. and usually it's opened up two weeks 
before your arrival for the viewing uh, spots. That's really awesome. I wonder where the parade viewing spot is. Have you ever tried using it? Um, yeah, I used it one time, but that was <laughs> before COVID. <laughs> right. So let me think where that was. Mm, I'm not sure anymore. For the fireworks, it's easy as it's right in front of the castle right. on Central Plaza. There's well, a piece of Central Plaza exclusive for the, the Infinity Pass uh, holders. But uh, for the parade, I don't know anymore. Okay, well, we'll have to check that out once the parade returns. Yeah. I'm also now a new, fresh baby virgin annual pass holder. So yeah. I'm going <laughs> to check those spots out as well. We were super curious to see where they put the parade viewing area for the Mickey's Dazzling Christmas Parade, which I'm so excited about. And it's returning in just a couple yeah. of days. So and well, by the time the show airs, it will have uh, premiered. So that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to that. Other than that, our park has been getting and is still currently receiving a hefty amount of R&R. So much is being refurbished, improved and refreshed. I thought we'd, you know, talk about a few highlights here. So first of all, the castle refurbishment is coming along so well. The tarp is yeah. now nearly gone and we've already seen Disney lightly utilize the castle for Mickey's magical fireworks. No projection mapping just yet. However, the castle is being dipped in these gorgeous colorful lights the show is giving me these retro dlp nighttime spectacular vibes you know before all of that projection mapping when it was just fireworks music and pretty colors so. yeah. lighting <laughs> yeah, effects yeah. yeah totally and the wooden stairs are back yeah. which i'm so excited about on the side of the castle those are a nice detail to look out for over in discovery land imagineering has begun testing the new orbitron well not new but newly refurbished <laughs> orbitron yeah. and i'm so excited to report that the kinetic sculpture elements are back these gorgeous planet elements that spin all over the top and add so much dynamic energy to the attraction are finally working again this attraction is set to reopen mid-December, and I'm really excited to see it in its complete form with a little rocket spinning around while the top elements also spin around. Super cool. Yeah, that's really nice. And it's such an eye-catcher. Yes. You can already spot it from Central Plaza. It's really the weenie, as they call it, totally. from uh, Discoveryland. So uh, happy to have that back. Yeah. And now the Discoveryland entrance sign also recently disappeared. So if we're really lucky, perhaps they'll restore those moving elements as well. And we'll have a, well, not original 95 Discoveryland, but still is something more close to what the Imagineers intended originally with lots of kinetic sculptures and moving elements. I think that'd be really, really cool because that sign used to spin very slowly and it was so nice and such an eye catcher and it hasn't been working in the last few years. So yeah. uh, that'd be really cool. Nice to have it back. Yeah, Definitely, definitely. And then with the Nautilus getting a refresh, well, the lake area, I mean, mm -hmm. I think it's all going to look really, really nice. So all they need to do now is restore the original Space Mountain and I'll be a happy camper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah and well, and maybe uh, get back something in the Discoveryland uh, theater that is fitting the well, the discovery oh, theme yeah. a little bit more. And then... Uh, I keep on blocking that area yeah. out of my mind. <laughs> and then move over Mickey's Filler <laughs> Magic, which is a good show, which is nice entertainment and a good way to, well, have some air conditioning. Totally. But yeah, let, please move that to... 
maybe the studios park or <laughs> somewhere else. Anywhere, really. Yeah. 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 It would fit okay in studios. It'd be super nice to have a fitting show in there or some kind of new dark ride, maybe. Just anything, really. That whole space is looking pretty sad because you still have all these Imagination Institute elements outside, like the little dancing light bulbs where the prints are starting to look really faded. You do have a couple of character posters around there, which are fine, whatever, but they don't fit into Discoveryland at all. No. And they also don't fit next to Star Tours. So the Star Wars theming is there also clashing with that. And it's just, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Last but not least, it's fresh, fresh over in Fantasyland. We got some fresh new restrooms coming your way. The newly refurbished facilities <laughs> by Toad Hall have been refurbished and are looking better than ever. So... I just adore that little toad wall mural by the water fountains there. It's a really, really cute detail. And these restrooms are so hidden that a lot of folks don't even know they're there. So it's an awesome place to go if you are looking for more of a low-key restroom. Of course, it's in Fantasyland, so there's going to be kids there. <laughs> don't tell them where we are, Eric. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I yeah. just hope that they don't uh, connect the air ventilation or circulation uh, system to the restaurant as uh, then it will uh, smell like fish. Uh. Ah! <laughs> it's going to be fishy in there. <laughs> yeah. No, I really hope that they reopen the restaurant as well. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> such a nicely themed place and uh, their fish and chips was pretty good. So, uh, yeah. I would uh, love to have it back. We need more dining and food options oh, yeah. at Disneyland Paris. Everything's been so tough lately in terms of finding something to eat at odd hours. So it'd be really, really great to have Toad Hall back. Also, I just realized today because I was looking up where exactly those restrooms are to refresh my memory. And it's kind of tough in the Disneyland Paris app to filter by restrooms. You have to go into the sub menu and then select they call it toilets <laughs> because it's not in the main filter yeah, bar. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah, it's strange that they don't make it more easy to find something uh, <laughs> that could be really necessary uh, sometimes. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we used to have a paper park map where they were yeah. clearly indicated. I read that you can get the paper park maps again. Yes, that's true. But only on a request from City Hall, but it's something. <laughs> Better than nothing. I'll take it for now. Yeah, I mean, it's okay because they're trying to save exactly. paper on one hand. That's also yep. nice and the app is and good app so works yeah it works pretty yeah. well so uh yeah but maybe just uh, make the toilets easier to find <laughs> so today we're talking all about disney's davy crockett ranch neil's got to stay there a few weeks ago and is going to tell us all about his experience at davy's the ranch's name and theme was inspired by the popular five-part serial series which aired on abc from 1954 to 1955 before Disneyland Paris opened in 1992, the complex was utilized to house various Disneyland Paris employees, such as Imagineers, and was known as Camp Davy Crockett. As former Imagineer Robert Holland recalls on Twitter, quote, I lived there for about six months before the park opened. When I first arrived to work on Disneyland Paris, I was living in a hotel in Paris. While the commute was not a lot of fun, living in the city was. I had concerns about moving to the camp and the quote-unquote middle of nowhere to be honest <laughs> none of the amenities at the camp were open to us just the trailers and it was very isolated in those days that said most people had a full trailer with a kitchen to themselves and the commute to disneyland paris was only a few minutes away eventually we we're all so busy that not having much else to do was actually a good thing i was older than many and had a family back at home so i did not attend a lot of the social events which were mostly drinking and card playing 
It felt a bit as though some people had returned to their college days behavior. <laughs> Small groups often had dinner on the weekends, which was really nice. If you could find the time to shop for food, well, Carrefour was the only option as local stores closed really early. As I recall, Disneyland Paris provided laundry service, which was nice. Also dinner on occasion near one of the small local towns, which were pretty good, but very limited options in those days. I do remember the floors of the trailers get very cold in the winter, end quote. So <laughs> the campground opened to the public along with the park on April 12th, 1992, and the camp was renamed Davy Crockett Ranch in May of 1993. Unlike other Disneyland Paris hotels, this one is very unique as there are no rooms in the traditional sense. Guests staying at Davies sleep in so-called bungalows, which are really more like cabin-themed trailer homes <laughs> that offer a kitchen and a reserved parking space right next to the cabin. It's also not possible to walk to the parks or take a Disney shuttle, as it is with other on-property hotels. So the ranch is really only an option if you arrive by car. Yep. The ranch also fully embraces the wilderness lifestyle and transports you to the deep forests of North America. So let's dive right in. <laughs> First of all, how and why did you book the hotel, Niels? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've booked this trip pretty official Disneyland Paris booking center with an uh, annual pass discount. And as it was Years ago, since I've stayed there, well, not as long as uh, for what you just told it. You were around 10 years old, you said. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, it was uh, like uh, five years ago. But yeah, since it reopened last July, I thought it would be nice to experience it again. If I could get a good price one day. I love the Wild West and the Frontier theme in general. Just like I love Frontierland and Disneyland Park and the Hotel uh, Cheyenne. So... It was a hotel or, well, a vacation park that was top of mind for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when I heard that it's closing now for the winter season as of the 10th of November, so that's uh, actually uh, <laughs> right now, <laughs> I really wanted to book it to be able to still experience it in uh, 2021. And uh, the ranch is reopening in April 2022, uh, by the way. So uh, for the spring and summer season. Ooh, so exciting. How was the check-in process? Well, the check-in was similar to my Hotel New York, uh, the Art of Marvel experience. I'm happy to hear we've it. We've discussed in yeah, our previous uh, show. So seven days before arrival, I could do an online check-in through the uh, site or the app with my uh, Disney account and the uh, linked booking. So if a booking is not linked to your account yet, then you can use your Disney booking number and your last name to add it manually. The check-in itself are just a few questions like arrival time, departure time, and a phone number for uh, room updates. Yeah. So if you don't know the arrival time yet, then you can just skip it, say that you don't know. And the last part of the check-in process is the form that you usually have to fill in at the hotel. But you can already download it as a PDF with partly pre-filled personal data. So I printed it, one per person, completed them already at home. And when I arrived, uh, there were a couple of families waiting in front of us at the reception. So I think I waited for about 10, maybe 15 minutes before one of the four cast members uh, assisted me. Not terrible. No, that was pretty good. I, I was <laughs> actually quite surprised <laughs> as it could take longer. But uh, I handed over the forms. I got my key, my park map and the magic passes right away. So there's still a physical key uh, for these uh, cabins. Like a real metal key like that you put yes. in? 
yes. lock in your Twitter. <laughs> yes. That's funny. So you get your magic passes, but that's just to show that you have a hotel right. at Disney for your reservation these yeah. days, but also to access the swimming pool in the hotel. So oh, that's okay. uh, where you can still uh, use it for. Well, as there was a note for the cast member with my booking made by the booking agent, I think, she didn't do the whole explanation about the parks, the rooms uh, that you usually get. So she just <laughs> said that she understood that we came to Disneyland Paris a lot. <laughs> and I confirmed. That's funny. And she gave my daughter a nice Halloween uh, season badge and, well, just uh, the key and uh, we were ready uh, to go. Actually, I went to the swimming pool with my daughter right oh, away. Nice. <laughs> and my wife drove to the cabin to uh, well see if everything uh, was okay but uh, yeah we arrived at i think 9 p.m or 8 p.m uh-huh. somewhere in the evening and the pool is open till 10 p.m so uh, yeah and i promised my daughter to <laughs> <laughs> try to go nice. swimming with her so uh, we did that right away after the whole car drive uh, from the Netherlands, which was like uh, six, uh, maybe seven hours of traffic. Yeah. yeah, it was quite a trip. So it was nice then to... Then daddy uh, has to go well, swimming. Swim for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, it sounds really yeah, nice. Yeah. So yeah. that was nice. We'll get to the pool in a bit, but I'm so curious. Could you walk from the reception to your cabin? Yes. It depends maybe on where your cabin is uh, located. But oh, okay. in the end, you can still walk. But some cabins are just five minutes away from the reception. Others, maybe 15 minutes. But... Yeah. How far away was your cabin? It was pretty close by. It was like four or five minutes. Oh, okay, cool. We were also quite close as its whole park is split up in areas. And within the area, the trail, uh-huh. as they call it, where our cabin was, it was one of the first from the, well, let's say main road. So right. uh, yeah, it was... Uh, a really short walk. That's really convenient. Yeah. I think that's something to keep in mind when you're booking Davy Crockett Ranch. I think it'd be really nice to request a cabin that's closer to the main lobby building. Yep. That way, if you want to use the pool or something, you can just yep. walk over there and you don't have to get in your car and drive sure. and yep. all that yeah, stuff. That's so, a good tip. Yep. so speaking of the cabin, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I booked a so-called pioneer tribe cabin and i'm not completely sure about the different types of cabins but i Uh believe this is like the standard one all cabins are for six people so it could be a money saver compared to two hotel rooms right yeah totally if you are with a family of six so that's something uh, to think about this cabin or trailer has a small private outdoor space you can park one car in front of it so any other cars should be left on the main parking lot close to the main facilities right then there's a simple barbecue or grill table and a couple of chairs uh, outdoors so uh, yeah if you're there in the summer then it would be uh, ideal uh, to um, have a nice uh, barbecue uh, party uh, (laughs) after uh, (laughs) a day in the parks inside we have a living room with an open kitchen there's a table with uh, chairs for six people, a couch for two, maybe three people with a small uh, side table. There was also some kind of small wall furniture piece with a TV. Uh-huh. And well, the kitchen is small, of course, in a cabin like that. It's smaller than most people are used to at home, but it was quite complete. Oh, uh, nice. So there was a big fridge with a freezer part, a microwave, a kettle, a traditional coffee maker, but also a cup-based uh, coffee system toaster a cooker a dishwasher so yeah it was a quite convenient kitchen that's really cool yeah this is definitely a place where you can stay longer (laughs) let's say for a short summer holiday totally uh, 
Is there an upcharge for using the kitchen or is it all included? It's all included. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cupboards are filled with plates and cups, mugs, everything. So <laughs> you got it all there. There's nothing that you have to bring from home except for maybe some towels. Oh, okay. On the right side of the living room uh, with the kitchen included, uh, there was a small but separate toilet. Oh. Also, the bathroom uh, was located there with a shower and a sink. And right behind was a bedroom with three single beds. And one of them has a fourth bed underneath it uh -huh. uh, to make it a four-person bedroom. So that's how they <laughs> squeeze six people. This. <laughs> yeah, because there's another bedroom with a double bed, but that's on the other side. So this is a room for four people. As this is an older uh, <laughs> holiday park hotel, yeah. there are not enough power sockets like we have in oh. many Disney hotels. <laughs> there are no USB sockets. Oh, no. And yeah, and that's quite a pain in the <laughs> these days eh, with everyone's smart devices yeah. and cameras and stuff that you bring. If you book a cabin here, bring your own power packs uh, right. <laughs> to yeah. charge uh, <laughs> conveniently uh, on your night table. There are cupboards to store your clothes in the bedroom and yeah, that's uh, basically <laughs> everything that is there. Right. There's no luxury in that bedroom, just the basics, but it looked nice. It was all fully functional it was clean so uh, yeah that uh, that was pretty uh, pretty good how was the climate control was there heating was there air conditioning and did you guys feel comfortable oh yeah there are electric heaters in every room so there's one in the living room ah, okay. one in both mm -hmm. bedrooms and the bathroom also has a electric what we call here in holland a design radiator it's <laughs> a heater where you can put on your towels yeah nice yeah there are electric heaters everywhere you can set the degrees on each of them and there's also an air conditioner in the living room so oh, okay you can for also the use that to mm -hmm. cool it a bit maybe you can even use it to heat but i'm not completely sure mm -hmm. about that because these electric heaters were quite convenient yeah could you guys tilt the windows or no tilting windows again mm. <laughs> to let in some fresh air yeah actually <laughs> you could tilt them in the bedrooms no way yeah and also ah. in the kitchen a small one Yep, blowing yeah. my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried that. Yeah. I love how you get those yeah. at the uh, most affordable Disneyland Paris hotel, but not at the hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then let's switch to the left side of the living room because this was all on the right yeah. side. So on the left side is another smaller bedroom. So the one with the double bed and uh, also some uh, cupboards and the heater. The good thing is that this bedroom is accompanied by a second bathroom. Oh. And this one also has a shower. And a sink. Oh, wow. This sink is a bit bigger and it has an, well, extractable shower-like tap. Mm -hmm. So it's like a little baby buff. So that's <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> really smart and convenient for, let's say, yeah. young parents that book this cabin. You don't have to bring your own baby buff. So thoughtful. Yeah, I didn't need it, but I saw it and I thought, well, that's smart. That would have been convenient if my daughter was younger. There's also a second toilet, but in the bathroom. So this one is not separate, but in the bathroom. Right. But uh, yeah, you have two bathrooms with a shower. You have two toilets and beds that sleep up to six people. Yeah, pretty nice. In general, all rooms are equipped with uh, the electric uh, heater. The towels are included, by the way, and beds were already, uh, well, ready to sleep. So uh, <laughs> nothing nice. to do there. So in that way, it feels like a hotel, not like a, a campground right. where mm -hmm. you usually have to book your towels or bring your own. The living room had uh, the air conditioner assets and the overall theme or design is in line with the natural tones of the whole park. Yeah. Paintings in our cabin were like uh, Fort uh, Comstock, like representations, like the Fort the entrance of Frontierland in Disneyland oh, Paris. Oh, so cool. I'm not sure if it was exactly that fort or 
well, something similar, but it's nice. It really gives you the frontier feel and everything is wood or brown <laughs> <laughs> colored. And of course you're in a forest. So when you look outside, you see trees. That's yeah, the whole combination works pretty well. Oh, and one last thing about uh, the cabin. The beds were good. Not perfect, but good in my opinion. <laughs> my wife thought they were a bit hard, but well, that's, that's usually her complaint about any French. <laughs> but she used one of our spare blankets because we were just with three people on the mattress that she used uh, to make it a bit softer. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's a good tip too. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, 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 so you can do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was there a daily room service or was it just... No there's, okay. no, there's there's no room service. So in that sense, it's like a campground. Right, yeah. I guess that if you go to the reception desk and you ask for fresh towels or uh, something like that, then uh, they will probably uh, give them uh, right away. But no, there was no daily cleaning. And how was the whole shower gel shampoo situation there? <laughs> <laughs> they still had the old little Mickey bottles. So if you want those. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we got shampoo, conditioner, and maybe there was also, yeah, there was also body lotion. So you guys had to run back to the lobby after returning from the parks to ask for more every day? Or did they have like a larger supply for your whole stay? For us, it was enough because it was just two nights and of oh, okay. course we mm-hmm. had two bathrooms and they were both equipped with uh, those bottles right and okay. well we were with just three people instead of six so for us everything was just fine yeah okay okay good yeah. to know and there might be and i'm not completely sure about it anymore that there was also a shower gel big bottle in the showers. Ah, okay. Mounted to the walls like they do now yes. these days. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had the three little Mickey bottles, but there was also a big one in the shower. So, yeah, that was enough. Did you hear any noise from the neighboring bungalows or was it just completely silent? No, it was completely silent. Oh, yeah. wow. And I think the park was fully booked as there were cars everywhere. And it was, well, that week when we went was the autumn holiday here in Holland. So it was mainly Dutch people that I saw. <laughs> All the yellow license plates. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Nice. They were easy to recognize. There yeah. were just one or two French or German people in our whole trail. Yeah. Getting to the most important thing, how was the giant <laughs> pool area? Yeah, the pool was great. It's the largest pool of the Disney-operated hotels at Disneyland Paris. And the official name is Blue Springs Pool. I didn't know that uh, before, but... Uh, I saw a sign above uh, the entrance. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either. It's a heated uh, indoor pool with a small river stream part. And there's a slide. And that's pretty unique as most Disney hotels have, well, a pretty basic small swimming pool without any slides. Yeah. That slide looked uh, pretty short. But it was quite fun and it was also <laughs> faster than I expected ah. as the water pressure was pretty good. Oh, nice. It's, of course, it's not Santa Parks or Village Nature. That water park is, well, fantastic, but uh, yeah. <laughs> that's more like, well, a water park that you want to visit for a full day instead of going to the parks. But this pool is perfect for a day after the parks or maybe to start your day. I think I did that slide for about 10 times on our Friday evening. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the highlight for me. The water itself isn't extremely deep as I could stand everywhere with my one meter 85. But for kids, it's deep. It's deep enough that you can really swim there. So that's nice. There's a small section for the little ones that isn't deep at all. And on the side is also kind of 
cave <laughs> with extra warm whirlpools inside. So that looked really cozy. Oh, nice. And the whole pool, it was nicely themed, just like the whole park, the wooden tower in the center, uh, which you can reach through a wooden bridge. You can swim underneath. It's <laughs> not really something that is an entertainment highlight, <laughs> but it looked really nice and it gives the feeling that the pool is a little bit more dynamic than it actually is. Okay. Mm -hmm, <laughs> it mm -hmm. looks really cool. So we went twice uh, on the Friday evening around 9 p.m., as I said, and also on the Saturday in the afternoon around 4 p.m. So just before dinner, we left the park at uh, 3.30, then went to the pool at 4 p.m. And then uh, we had dinner in the Crockett's Tavern. The Friday evening was quite busy in the pool, but it was still doable. That Saturday afternoon, especially right before dinner, it was far more quiet. At certain moments, it was almost empty. Oh, nice. So uh, that's really nice. If you start early in the parks, like extra magic time, 8.30, then it's okay yeah, to leave around 4 and have your little swim in a quiet pool <laughs> and the pools by the way open from 9 a.m till 10 p.m every day so um, okay yeah. so no chance of going for a swim before the parks open if you're going very early but no uh, that's true interesting no. if you mm -hmm. want to go early no but it's nice that it's open so late yeah it is and i was actually quite surprised because it's not like a hotel hey, where you have one building everyone is coming together yeah. and you have the pool also there this is like a separate building so i could imagine that they close it earlier but no it was open till 10 p.m. And to access the pool at this moment in COVID-19 times, you need to show your Corona pass. Also, you need to stay at the ranch and show your magic pass and give your cabin number to the cast member. Mm -hmm. We had to take off our shoes in the entrance area before entering the changing room and locker section. I'm not sure if that is always the case, but I think so. We didn't at the Hotel New York, interestingly oh, enough. Okay. So we could walk into the dressing rooms with our shoes on. And then, of course, yeah. when you enter the pool area, you have to have them off, off and yeah. You have some special bathing flip-flops. Those were fine. My husband, he had the foresight to bring some uh, bathing slippers and those were completely fine. But yeah, any street shoes have to stay in the lockers. Right, yeah. And I think here at the David Crockett Ranch, it's always uh, the case that you have to take off your shoes before going in. Ah, okay. Because there is a small room <laughs> with benches, which is probably just meant to take off your shoes and then go right. in. So you can use a locker for free. They work with a personal pin code, just like uh, the lockers that you know from the rooms. There's also one in the cabin, by the way. Oh, nice. Through the restroom and the shower area, you can access the pool. There's a limited amount of seats and beds around that pool. So if you want to keep an eye on your your kids then uh, <laughs> be sure to go early maybe and be sure that you have a nice uh, seat close to the pool in the warmer months there's also a small outdoor area with uh, some more beds i think they just open up the back of the pool it looked like that right. but there's no outdoor pool so it's always swimming inside yeah so if you are a parent or a group member that doesn't want to swim here you can still get in find yourself a seat or a bed that uh, worked for us uh, both times you have to bring your own towels, but I understood that you can rent them too. I'm not sure if that's still possible in these COVID times, but I heard that it was around two euros for one towel. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you just bring the ones from your room? I <laughs> guess so. I don't think they <laughs> encourage that, but no one is checking what you have in your bag. So um, yeah, if you bring your room towels, okay. <laughs> put them in your own locker and use them, then no one... Sneak that contraband in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we brought our own towels i was already prepared yeah. yeah so there's no pool bar or no vending machine so for the people that choose to sit on these benches or find a nice bed you have to bring your own food and i'm not completely sure if that 
is allowed actually yeah but i think i saw someone drinking a coffee to go so he or she made it in their own cabin or grabbed something from the saloon that is just around the corner i do have a little fun fact here so the pool is located in one of the largest log buildings in europe so the ceiling and walls are held up by huge beams made of real pine wood yeah which is pretty yeah. cool that, I thought that was that's a cool neat. fact and it looks amazing it's really natural indeed and it's an amazingly high ceiling so it feels really spacious because of that uh, yeah so maybe two final remarks before closing the swimming pool topic yeah yeah firstly there were quite some lifeguards keeping an eye on everyone at a certain moment there seemed to be a guard less maybe <laughs> he was just having dinner <laughs> uh, as it was around uh, uh, dinner time and the slide was closed during his absence so they really go for safety first that's good yeah and Secondly, <laughs> there were some really nice red Halloween lanterns as a small piece of Halloween Aww. season uh, decoration. So it's nice to see that there's at least some Halloween decorations going to the Disneyland Paris hotels as, uh, as well. Yeah, that's really nice. Even though it's just a couple of small touches at the beginning, super cool to see, yep. definitely. Especially when it's evening and the light is already a little bit dimmed and then you have these nice Halloween lanterns. Yeah, that was a, yeah. just a nice touch. Yep. So did the Davy Crockett Ranch offer any other amenities? Oh yes, it's actually like well, a full holiday park. Oh. There's a restaurant with an all-you-can-eat formula. We'll record the bonus episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a saloon, let's say the hotel bar. There's also a shop with merchandise that is quite big as it's also selling some basic groceries for your personal care or breakfast or dinner, like uh, coal for your barbecue. There's cooled and freezed items as well. Yeah, this is really like the mini supermarket. Then there's a game arcade, a small golf course with nine holes and it's just priced 250 per person. Very reasonable. But it's also, yeah, it's just nine holes and it's not really themed and they're all green. Oh, <laughs> like, that's a bummer. Like artificial grass and they feel yeah, really packed yeah. in a small area altogether. But well, it's a nice touch if you have kids and you want to do something else then for 250 it's a nice small activity there's archery also paid i believe uh -huh. well, quite a big kids playground there's also a farm with animals but during our visit there were no animals just like there were no shows at the uh, amphi uh, theater i guess there's more to do in the warmer months and when there's no covid yeah. <laughs> the main facilities area as everything mentioned so far is in that area also features an indoor tennis court and there's, of course, the hotel reception. They didn't check out every corner of this area, but there is an Indian uh, park with tipis I saw on the map, oh. a sports ground, a mini animal park. Yeah, there's quite a lot of uh, things to explore. In another area of the park, there is also a forest trail and the so-called Davy Crockett Adventure, which is a treetop adventure park. Ooh. It seems that it's also available for the Village Nature Paris guests, as it's right in between the two parks. Prices start at 6 euro per kid and 26 per adult. And there are well, various parkours from uh, what I could see. So like uh, there's a 20 minute trail and a 45 minute trail. So uh, a lot of different courses or trails to explore. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that would be really cool if you're there staying for, uh, let's say, a summer holiday and uh, combine some park activities with the theme parks. That would be a nice uh, combination. And the last thing that I want to mention is that uh, the ranch also offers breakfast. 
And for breakfast, they have handout cottages at every trail. So the park is set up in eight trails and each trail is like a, a loop with all the cabins around. Right. That way, it's always easy to find your way back to, let's say, the main loop to the main road. <laughs> Hard to get lost. Yeah. It's all little loops. But every loop has its own cottage that is handing out breakfast if you order that. So you don't have to walk a lot to pick up your breakfast. That's cool. Yeah. So that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah. I think you mentioned that the little breakfast box was... 12 euro if i'm remembering correctly per person or per box or something i didn't mention the price but i think it was something like that yeah we were messaging before i mean sorry oh. <laughs> i was very clear yeah yeah i think i asked you about it yeah it was a small thing right like it included just some butter and some jam and like yeah. a croissant or and some something juice like or something that. so it looked like yeah. a basic french hotel <laughs> breakfast but it's nice that you have something fresh and uh, it's uh, close by yeah. totally so did anything unexpected happen or was there maybe a positive bonus you weren't expecting <laughs> oh yes 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 Ooh. as said the agents already made a note that we were frequent guests and apparently they actually did something with that so cool <laughs> and they did something extra for us so yeah that was really cool on the window of our cabin they wrote a welcoming howdy message Aww. and when we entered on the table, they created a huge Mickey with chocolate coins. So sweet. With Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Goofy on it. Some more chocolate coins were on the couch together with a plush Mickey. Pretty big one, actually. <laughs> I think that's like worth 30 euros. So it was uh, yeah, wow, quite a surprise to find it there. Totally. But in total, <laughs> there were like 60 chocolate coins <laughs> with chocolate for the whole year. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. In the kitchen was also a little coffee package with a variety of coffee cups uh, some sugar and milk for us and on the table we also found a basket full of fruit grapes oh. pears apples orange mandarins that's really lovely yeah so it was a good compensation for the chocolate coins <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to have something uh, more healthy Get some vitamins but, in there yeah but it was actually quite nice as every morning we had some grapes and my daughter took an apple to the park so yeah that uh, was actually quite nice you can buy fresh uh, fruit from the store in the central area as well but uh, yeah this was a really nice gesture to find this as an extra totally, in our cabin yeah. but there was even more as we also found slippers and and bathrobes oh. in the parents' bedroom, so in the double bedroom. So not only for the sweets. <laughs> no, exactly. I was thinking of you yeah. uh, <laughs> when you mentioned that you were missing the slippers in Hotel New York in the standard rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It was a really, really warm welcome, full of surprises. So uh, yeah, thank you, Disney. It was really appreciated. That's really nice. I hope they do that for a lot of guests that come to stay there because it's such a nice yeah. welcoming experience. And they don't have to and, do all yeah. this, but a couple of chocolate coins or a fruit basket it's already a nice gesture and yeah, uh, yeah it makes you feel welcome yep. totally so any last takeaways uh, would you stay there again well no takeaways but we would love to stay here again preferably in the summer to make full use of all the activities and also do some grilling yeah. so uh, yeah looking forward to book it again for uh, maybe next year summer how brilliant yeah and then everything's gonna be nice and green exactly and lush <laughs> so i can imagine when all the leaves are gone you can see the other cabins like yeah. your neighboring cabins right they're not so yeah. far away yeah, yeah yeah i wonder in the summer if it's more like private and foresty in that i'm sense. not completely sure because the trees mm -hmm. are quite high okay and yeah. i have the feeling that the leaves won't won't help <laughs> for the yeah, whole okay. view but still the little terrace with the, the grill is always on the left side so 
at least when you're sitting outside, you're not staring at your neighbors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it will be just yeah. the people that are walking along the road that will spot you. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Now, before we go, we did want to thank some of our patrons. And you can also get in a shout out at the Newport Bay Club tier on patreon.com slash airmagique. So thank you to Simon, Anna from IDLP Life, Jen, Jerry, Josh, and Tulips. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone. You guys, be sure to follow Air Magique on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for more neat Disneyland Paris content. And Niels, where can people find you? Mostly on Instagram, which is at Capturing Disney Parks. And uh, all my other activities are on the website, CapturingDisneyParks.com. Awesome. If you guys enjoyed this episode, we'd love to get a rating or review from you guys. It really helps the show grow and helps new folks discover the show. And you can also now visit us on AirMagique.net, our newly launched website. So for our future episodes, We'll be posting yep. little write-ups on there so you don't have to take notes during the show. You can just read through the transcript, basically, and find out everything there in a neat little package. Yeah, <laughs> and Eric, you did a great job. I'm really happy to see that there's now a place where people can go on the web to have everything together about Emergeek. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Niels. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe and have a wonderful day. See you soon. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. So any dishes that you would maybe skip next time? Well, my wife took that Halloween soup, the pumpkin cream soup. Oh no, I had such high expectations. <laughs> well, yeah, it didn't have a real pumpkin taste. So that was oh. well, maybe the problem with it. I think they added too much cream. Okay, yeah. And therefore it was quite lame. That's a bummer. It wasn't bad, but also not right. special. I was also expecting more of the real pumpkin taste. Yeah, totally. So, uh, yeah. But maybe this way it's suitable for the whole family as you can give it your kids and say that it's uh, something else. Uh. <laughs> Here, eat this generic soup. <laughs> what flavor is it? Whatever you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. You want tomato? Yes, yeah. it's uh, some kind of tomato cream soup. Yeah. <laughs> or carrot soup. Yeah. Yeah. Now that was just a short preview of the full-length Patreon-exclusive bonus episode. You can get access to the entire back catalog of episodes, including the Discoveryland Deep stage shows of Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Paris trivia, and so much more. You also get two episodes per month instead of just one. That's twice the Air Magique, and it all starts at just two euro. Now on patreon.com slash Thank you for your support. <laughs> See you there.